the Let's Go Eat show, and uh, here we are at the Daily, 222 South Main, where we often, almost always now, record the Let's Go Eat show here at the Daily. And uh, we have here a special uh, guest on the show today, Spencer Cox, the Lieutenant Governor of the State of Utah, also running for governor, which... I suppose this means I have to ask the other candidates for governor to come and sit down with me here at the Daily. Uh, may I call you Spencer? Please do, Bill. Oh. I, we've always had that agreement. Yeah, yes, that's you get true. To call me Spencer. We've been. We. We're, I consider you a friend. And, and I you. Uh, and so, as a friend, I have to ask you. What in the hell were you thinking? <laughs> when, <laughs> I, the thing I love about you is we just cut to the chase. Yeah. That's that's the good news. I, I mean, so, sir, this is yeah. uh, this is kind of the first thing that's on people's yeah. mind right now, which I think you're probably putting behind you fairly well. But you're speaking to the Eagle Forum, yes, and they ask you about abortion, and you c compare abortion to slavery, right? And, and so I, I guess that's the first part was speaking to the Eagle Forum. You you know Gail, uh, you you've had conversations with her. You two have an interesting yes. relationship. Yes, well, I've I've only actually managed to interview her one time uh, on this podcast. I had her with Steve Urquhart, and we were talking about marijuana. Oh yeah, and. Yeah. And uh, and because this is an opinion piece, Gail is every bit as rigid as you would expect her to be on certain things. <laughs> she, she she is indeed. I, yes. I, we we probably don't have to explain to your listeners which side she was on on yeah. that, that discussion. Yeah. So so yeah, we went there, got asked about abortion, and and uh, and I gave an answer that that obviously got a lot of attention more than than I was expecting for for various reasons. And and my intent was never to compare the two to each other. Um, what I what I meant to do and what I meant to convey was that I, I am pro-life. You and I have had this discussion. Mm -hmm. we, we disagree on this. It, but that future generations would look back on us um, with, uh, with disdain for, for the amount of abortions that we have in mm -hmm. our country. And so what, what I was trying to do was trying to use an analogy of something else we look back on with, with, with disdain. regret and, mm -hmm. and disdain. Mm -hmm. and, and I chose that, never meaning to, uh, to compare the two as, you know, in, yes. as equal in, in any way. And and uh, and and then um, and then the thing happens that happens in today's society, and you know we, mm -hmm. we uh, it goes viral, and and um, I get called a piece of garbage in various different ways, and 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 that was not my intention. What, what what I think you would find interesting, and 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 maybe that your listeners would find interesting, when when I referred to it that way, it wasn't just the legality of abortion that I that I was referring to. It was also, and, and I said this in my answer, if you go listen to the entire answer, okay. I, I told the Eagle Forum, and I actually thought this would be the takeaway, um, I shared with the Eagle Forum that as conservatives, we should be fighting less about abortion and we should be doing more uh, to look at the root causes of abortion, mm -hmm. to prevent abortion. Because when I think future generations look back, I don't think they'll just look back on, I can't believe this was legal. I think they'll look back and say, well, I can't believe we didn't do more to stop to stop what causes abortion in the first place, yeah. which is unwanted pregnancy or, or, or women that, that are pregnant in circumstances where they don't feel like they can, they can bring the, um, the, the, the birth to, to mm -hmm. fruition. And, and uh, so I talked about, you know, I, t I told the Eagle Forum, we need to do more to prevent unwanted pregnancy. And I was the only one having, having that conversation as well. So I, I understand the, the, the outrage uh, um, when, when that comparison. And, and what I've said is, if, if you believe that, um, that life begins at birth, 
And then obviously it's a ridiculous comparison, right? Yes. I mean, it, it doesn't, and, and again, not meant to be a comparison, mm-hmm. but this idea that anyone would look back on that. What, do, do, you, do we begin life begins at birth or life begins at conception? If you believe that life begins earlier than that, where, yeah. wherever it is along, and, and, that, that, um, and that there are abortions taking place after whenever you believe mm-hmm. life begins, yeah. th- then, then it makes sense that we would look back on this as, a, you know, so, so at the heart of that is, is this, this differing opinion on uh, on when life begins and and what what that ultimately means but i do think the things we can agree on or should agree on is that there are ways to prevent abortion without outlying abortion and we should be focusing on those as well i agree i agree with you 100 percent on that and you you say we disagree you're pro-life and then you said but and you and i disagree on that i'm pro-life as well sure but i'm we, we very di- much pro we disagree on when life begins that's the difference i am not even yeah. sure about uh, sure about that uh, spencer i i believe uh, i am very pro-life and i I think abortion is a horrible thing. Uh, it's a horrible thing for anybody to have to face, uh, for any woman to have to face. It also, of course, has repercussions for her family, for her, for the for the father of the child. There are those, but it, but it's first and foremost, it's the horrible repercussions that a woman has to face. And I don't believe that anybody, or pretty much anybody does this just on a whim it, blithely they don't and, and and by the way i said that as well i said look th- this is this is an issue and, and i've had this conversation since then is that the too often on the conservative side on, on the republican side there, there's this argument like abortion is you know is like a candy bar or something and it's not true it's mm-hmm. devastating and, and i i have talked to women before yeah. and since um that have had abortions and and i've yet to meet one that was excited about it or th- it, it, it's <laughs> Boy, devastating that was fun yeah, no it's, it's a terrible i mean it's a terrible medical yeah. procedure to begin with but yeah. it, but again the the emotional um the issues that come along with that you mentioned the families that are impacted as well mm-hmm. and so it, 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 it is a terrible, terrible thing, mm. and, and uh, we should all be doing more. And by the way, men don't take near enough of the blame in, in all of this, right? The responsibility. The responsibility. Every unwanted pregnancy has a root cause, and mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a guy, and, and, and so often the guys are not involved in that. Obviously, they don't have the, the, you know, the medical piece of that, but they're not I- involved emotionally or, um, or even fiscally, uh, that, that, that they're not taking the responsibility, and that's a problem. And then I, I don't think that we disagree. I, I mean, I, I don't know if we disagree or agree. I don't... To me, that when life begins is not the issue. And I think when, and I don't want this to devolve into a discussion of an argument about abortion. Sure. No, uh, and, and I don't either. Yeah. And, and, and I was telling them we should stop arguing about abortion, and then I ended up in a firestorm arguing about <laughs> yeah. abortion. And, and uh, <laughs> obviously, to, to answer the question, yeah, I can choose another way to express sure. you know, my feelings, my my. my my intent was never to diminish in any way the uh, the, the slavery sure. or, or you know th- yeah. th- that was no. that was not it at all and and I and I feel bad because the you know the people that, that spoke out from the legislature um, they, they know me we're friends we've worked together on on so many of these issues I, I've I've been outspoken on on when I say and I said if we're gonna if we're gonna be pro-life we need to be pro all life those at the margins you know I, I stand up for the the unborn the, the same way I stand up for our refugees and our LGBTQ community and and that and that's just who I am and you that's know, my philosophy having this discussion makes me think about my own opinions on these things of course and right, I, and, right. I, and so this just this just codified something for me the, the way you're talking about this that I, I realize about the way I feel about the issue is that when I say 
to me, the issue is not when life begins. It's, it's the fact that, uh, I mean, all, the, life exists in, in, in an instant, and it's a miraculous thing. And life goes on within a, a, a woman's body, and it, it is, it's, it's life, it's there. However, it is codependent on that person, on that woman. And it is, it's her decision and her difficult decision how to handle that. That, that codependency, that thing that is, that's growing and living inside of her, but she can't, but it can't do anything and she's got to make the decision as to how to nurture that or say, no, that's not going to happen because it's me. It's me. And I need to deal with what my stuff. And that's where I come down on it. And, and, and that's a, and the, again, that's a very valid argument and a very valid position. And where and, and that's where we do see some disagreement. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, and, and, and I, you know, I, I, I'm. I'm pro-life. You're pro-life. We have a different, a different, different take on what that is. Take on on yes. what that means. But, but, but at the end of the day, I I, I really appreciate um, the opportunity to have this discussion with you, and 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 hopefully to to let people know what what was really going through my mind. Again, I don't. I suspect that people will still disagree with me but i'm not i'm not a bomb thrower who's out there trying to look for ways to uh to rile people up you know on on the left or or at all that that was never my intention one other quick question about that then we'll move on to a couple of other things uh uh, so you say we should uh, and i agree with you on this we would do i would be happy if there was never another abortion performed yeah in 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 the in the world i mean i think that would be that's a that's a goal to strive for and uh and you say that we should uh Look for ways to um, to make sure that abortion doesn't happen. Right, uh, right. So that is, you know, counseling, family planning, sex education. Uh, you're, you're, he's nodding I, his I'm head. Nodding, yeah, you're right. Birth yeah. control. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're fine with all of that. Yeah, and, yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. So that's so we got that out of the way. That's good. Yeah. Let's leave that. Now yeah. I want to talk about the Eagle Forum. Sure. Uh, and and the the undue influence I believe it has. Uh, on politics in the state of Utah, uh, I think you f- you felt and Greg Hughes and uh, Thomas Wright and was it Jeff Birmingham was yeah, there? That's the correct. four of you. Yeah, you you felt compelled to go and and uh, present your case to the Eagle Forum, um, and I think that they just have a, an undue influence on what goes on uh, in politics in the state of Utah. And I think Gail Rosica sees herself as a king maker or breaker, and she really sees herself as that. Uh, and uh, I, I'm wondering about your opinions on that, and would it have would it have hurt you to just say, you know, I, I'm not going to play that game? Well, w- would it have hurt me? I, I don't know if it would have hurt me. I, I look, I, I have I have respect for Gail. Um, I have respect for for anyone that that works as hard as she does in in this uh, mm-hmm. in this environment, wor- working for what they believe in, and they are. Say what you want about Gail. She believes. She oh, really does. Oh, I know. She believes everything. You know. This I know. is not. Uh, th- this is who she is. Um, I, I don't know that their influence is um, is lesser or great. I, I do think it's their influence is lesser today than it was maybe ten years ago. Probably. And and I think she would say that if she if she mm-hmm. were here. Um, I, I my philosophy is I go everywhere. Look. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've, <laughs> I was told to never go on your show, that th this That's would be true. the end of my career if yeah. I went on, on your show. And I went anyway because I, I think one of the problems we have in, in our country, in our state, is that we're, we're not willing to go where people see things differently than us, and we're not willing to have those conversations. And, and, and I think w I'm a better person by going to those places. That's why I've come on your show every year. It's why, uh, it's why I went to the Eagle Forum. Um, I don't agree with everything they believe. In fact, mm -hmm. w one of the other things I, I don't know if this got reported or not was the uh, the, the ban on conversion therapy. That, that there was some, yeah, there was some comment about that. Worked so hard mm -hmm. on. I was the only person that said this is a good thing. What we did was a really good thing, and it's going to save lives, and it's it's going to help people. And and that was not a popular sentiment in mm -hmm. that room. But I was willing to go in there and have that conversation with them. And uh, and and I wish more of our politicians and political leaders are willing to do that. You know, to go mm -hmm. in and say this is who I am. If you don't like it, that's fine. But I think that there is a respect that comes by by going in and and being honest with people and being real about it. And uh, and, and I was uh, and so I I don't regret going to you know to mm -hmm. Eagle Forum. I'm like I don't regret going on your show. I've loved it. Mm -hmm. um, going and, and hanging out with you guys. And so you always seem I to have a good time. And I know and I do. know your yeah. and I know your wife loves to come to the she, show. <laughs> it's her favorite thing. <laughs> In fact, I'm, I, I have to say I'm really sad because I don't think we get to do it this year because I am a candidate for governor yeah, and there's we, the equal opportunity doctrine or whatever that. that if has you could, to do that. You, you might suggest someone else. We could do that. Yeah, yeah. We could yeah. suggest someone. I know else. some people from your uh, team reached out and said, "Can can Spencer come on?" again this year and yeah and we kind of said mm, maybe we should have a rotate <laughs> <That's> <laughs> of gu gubernatorial candidates uh, because we'd probably have enough to get us through the entire we, we could i mean it's a seven-week session and there's six of us uh, republicans uh, and i think one democrat so there you go there's your seven uh so gail, gail rosica just one other quick thing about that i uh and and i want to tie it into the uh, whole the way the republican party still does things here in the state is uh, you can get on the ballot by signatures or by going through convention or you can do both right right so and you have, have chosen yeah you've chosen to do both the dual path yeah. do both yeah uh and i think greg hughes has said no convention he's the only one that's yeah. doing convention only and i think it's because he knows he knows something that maybe other people don't know and that is you can get a small minority you can get a minority of people in that state convention to go for you and really push you you can come out of the convention as as a winner without having any popular sentiment behind you. Well, we, we've seen that. You know, I, I don't know his reasoning. Mike Lee. So, well, the, the two, what, what's interesting is since we added the signature path, right, mm -hmm. which was just a few years ago, we've had two major elections go the signature path. So one was um, Governor Herbert and myself in 2016. Right. He was the governor. We gathered signatures uh, against uh, Jonathan Johnson, right. who was a competitor. We lost by 10 points at convention mm -hmm. and won by 44 points in a closed Republican primary. So this is just... Republican. This isn't independence or you know unaffiliated. Um, Forty-four points. So I, what was interesting is it shows you the dichotomy there, mm -hmm. where where a small group of people, four thousand people statewide, you know, went went in large favor, ten point 
win for for Jonathan, and then uh, and then a 44 point win. That's a 55 point swing. It also happened with Mitt Romney. People forget that he lost a convention uh, to oh, Mike yeah. Kennedy, a guy who almost no one had ever heard of and still doesn't know and then won by 43 points in the uh in the republican primary so th- there is definitely a, a dichotomy there so, so being an insider in the republican party as you are why then with those two two instances of of uh, clear clearly what people see as the problem why do they continue to still do it and not just go completely with a, an open primary? Well, I, I think there's a couple reasons. W- one of the reasons that I, had supp- I have supported the, the, the caucus convention system is it helps rural Utah. Um, if, you're just, if you just look at population, um, there isn't much incentive to go and campaign uh, off the Wasatch Front. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe Washington County, maybe Cache County. Um, but the, the, the way the delegates are divided up, rural Utah has a higher percentage of those delegates, and you need those every delegate matters and so it, it encourages people to go spend time in in the small towns in, in Utah which as you know I live in a small town mm-hmm. and so that's really important to me and, uh, and and that's important it's also you know the the, the delegate process is is hard you can get a, a, a popular vote by having a lot of money and running great ads but when you're dealing with delegates you actually have to get in the trenches and talk to people talk to real people and, and maybe people that disagree with you maybe people that agree with you um, I think think there's something it's it's I think there's something important about that I think there's something good about making politicians go into your living room and have a conversation about the issues that isn't just a one-minute answer on a debate stage or a, a glossy ad that gets sent out I know you've been going around to uh, you made a pledge to visit every Every, every incorporated county, city, every, every incorporated city. Two hundred and forty-eight. Two hundred forty. And where are you in that process? Uh, Two hundred and two. So really? So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're almost there. Yeah. Yep. I talked to somebody, by the way, and I know you take your wife uh, campaigning with you yeah. m- most of the time, which is really smart because she's way better looking <laughs> and probably smarter than you are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, on both of those. Yes. Yeah. She, uh, sh- she should be running for governor. Let's just get she, it out of the way. And she is. She is a charming person. Uh, I talked to someone who saw who went to the uh, Weber County Republican meeting at the timber mine recently, and apparently you were not there. I was not. I was in Spanish Fork at an event, and she went in my place. He said yeah. your, your, your wife was there, and he said, she's really great. Yeah. She's impressive. Uh, he, this guy I know, he, he said, I just, I just, he said, he said, there was Abby Huntsman, and then there was Abby Cox. And he said, Abby Huntsman, she's really beautiful and put together. But then there's Abby, Abby Cox, and she's beautiful and put together but she just seemed more approachable <laughs> <laughs> well she's like a that. she's a farm girl from mount pleasant yep. and uh i she she is the best part of, you know it, it's interesting i i use the we a lot when i announced i said we're running for governor and people thought oh that's brilliant strategy you know using your mm-hmm. wife and bringing her in and and it, 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 there, it there's is things, it, it, well it's good strategy it may be a, but it was not a strategic decision mm-hmm. it's just kind of who we are and how we've lived our lives and and she's the best thing that ever happened to me we We've t- we've talked about her and and you know speaking of life and and uh, her she was a surrogate for my sister and yeah. just she's she's just an she's an angel um, and and I'm lucky to have her and yes, someday she she'll figure it out and she'll find Leave someone you. else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For now, don't tell her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, it's it's obviously that it's obvious. And I as I've been in some you know social situations with you a couple of times and and then more casual uh, events and and it's obviously obvious that you adore her and she yeah. you so that's that's terrific thank you uh let me ask you a couple of other quick questions sure. uh about uh, voting and uh 
uh, because you are actually, you know a lot about the voting uh, process because you're the guy in charge of voting. I do. I oversee elections. Although, you, are you, have you kind of had to step, are you stepping back from that because you're running and Justin, Justin Lee. Justin yeah, Lee is. Justin Lee is my elections director. And, and so I'm, I'm not stepping back. What, what, what we've done is I can't abdicate those responsibilities. They're in statute and in the Constitution. I can't give those away. So what we've done is we've set up a process with a former lieutenant governor so that if, if there's an issue involving me specifically or my campaign, uh, um, we get a recommendation from an independent former lieutenant governor, uh, Gail McKechnie out in the Uinta Basin, and, uh, and then, uh, and then we, we make the final decision. But um, we will you know the odds mm -hmm. of us not following what he recommends is mm -hmm. is, is virtually none uh is there how do we get people ages 18 to 34 to vote great question uh turns out you make them angry that's one way uh, to get them out mm -hmm. to vote mm -hmm. we you, you'll be happy to learn so when i when i took office six years ago as lieutenant governor um we sat down and my number one goal for elections was to increased voter turnout. We were in the bottom five in the country. I think we we're 45th, 46th, right around there. Yeah. Uh, in 2018, we finished 11th. And uh, the, the largest growth was in our 18 to 29 demographic. I don't have the numbers right on the tip of my tongue. Mm -hmm. I apologize. But we saw a significant increase in, uh, in 2018 with our young people. I think there are a couple reasons for that. One is we've made it more convenient. Um, vote by mail has certainly helped where, where people are getting their ballots two to three weeks ahead of the election. They can mail them in at any time. They get a chance to actually see what's on the ballot. Um, they research. Uh, uh, we, we think that not, not only are are we getting more voters, but we're getting more informed voters because they are taking time. Too often, we would go into the ballot if we went at all, and we'd walk in there, and there were you know three initiatives, and mm -hmm. we had no idea yeah. what they were. And and so um, I think that that has certainly helped making it easier on them. And what about uh, going into college campuses? And so, so we've done a lot of that. We, we have, in fact, I started what we call the the, the college campus cup. Uh, it's a competition between our our university system, our colleges, to see who can register the most voters during the process and and we actually turned it into um are, are you familiar with Cotapaxi, the the company here sure, in, yeah. in utah uh, this coat i'm wearing is from oh, them there you go well they do this incredible it's uh it, it's almost like a, a kind of a, a, a treasure hunt type yeah. thing that mm -hmm. they do uh that, that's an all-night event and kids participate it's a lot of fun we've done something like that on college campuses where you get points for doing service projects and, and registering people for, to vote and it, it's been a lot of fun and, and that's significantly increased our numbers on college campuses. of course there are uh, uh, republicans uh, nationwide who would say you shouldn't be getting the young people to vote because they're not going to vote republican I think maybe here in the state of Utah, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, I, I hear that all the time. And uh, they're not wrong. Uh, um, younger people, even in the state of Utah, do tend much more liberal. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the uh, in, in fact, I believe that from the exit polling that was done in 2018, that for the first time in, I don't know how long, you know, maybe 40 years, that uh, ages 18 to 29, by a slight margin, voted Democrat in over Utah? Republican in Utah. Well, yeah, yeah. Just so do you have p p party elders in the Republican Party say, come on, cool this re young recruiting stuff, Spencer? Uh, we, we, we do hear some of that. But, but to me, look, to me, 
I, I don't care. You know, if, if they're not voting for us, that's our problem, not their problem, right? We, we have yep, to do a better right. job of convincing them to, to vote for us. I, 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 I believe it's, it's, it's a duty as Americans. It's one of the things that makes us unique. I mean, you know, that, that this grand experiment that we embarked on um, 240 years ago was really about that, that we the people get to choose. And if we're not choosing, I also believe one of the things I hear is well, we don't need more voters. We need more informed voters and that there should be some sort of rigorous testing that goes on. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that voting is a gateway to greater participation in our, in our, in our system, not, not the end of the journey, but the beginning of the journey. If you get people to vote, they're more likely to pay attention. They're more likely to attend a, a rally or go to a, you know, a city council meeting. And so uh, vote, voting is, is the beginning of the journey and we need more people involved. We're running down to the end of the, uh, the interview here. Uh, Spencer Cox, uh, Lieutenant Governor, running for governor in the state of Utah. Uh, John Huntsman has come back to Utah uh, to run for governor. That's a pretty formidable opponent. Uh, I would say probably Greg Hughes because he's a, he's a scrapper. He's, he's a, a fighter. He's a pretty yep. formidable guy. Uh, Thomas Wright, I've only met a couple of times. I, I was... Uh, I was impressed by him. He was he's a he's a sharp guy. He used to be the head of the Republican Party, right? He was, yeah. He was a sharp guy and and seemed to be a decent a really decent sort. Just good guy. A, yeah, yep. good guy. Yep. Uh, how do you feel about the campaign? Those, and I would say those are your um, those are probably the main. I mean, Amy Winder Newton seems very nice, and uh, I don't I know like any. Amy, I like Amy a lot. I yep. don't know anything about uh, the businessman Jeff Burningham. Burningham. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, how, but how do you feel about all well, of that? All well, the competition. So it, it's a it's a it's a really great field. Um, <laughs> this is probably terrible to say. You look at other states, and when you have an open election like this, you get some people on the fringes, you know, that, that probably couldn't mm-hmm. do the job. Um, e- every person here has a wonderful resume. They're, they're good people. Um, they, they're willing to give back. And so I, th- I think we're very lucky as a state to, to have a field like this. We, we feel great about the campaign. Um, obviously, when when Ambassador Huntsman decided to leave Russia and, mm-hmm. and come back to the state, we were shocked. Um, d- d- didn't really surprised you know it never heard that that was a thing and and uh, and and not something we expected um obviously he has a lot of money a lot more money than i have um he has really high name id i mean he, he was literally did the job you know once upon a time yeah. um so we we weren't sure how how people would react but uh the it's just been incredible. We have the, the most amazing support all across the state. What's, what's really interesting is um, w- one, the pundits look at lots of different things. Of course, they look at polling and, and the latest polling that came out, Utah Policy, um, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, our campaign, I was in first place still, by a fairly significant still margin. Still comfortable, yeah. Yeah, 12 point lead over, over my next closest competitor, mm-hmm. everyone else in single digits, so we felt good about that. But, but one of the interesting things is Republicans in the state of Utah don't donate to campaigns. Um, small dollar donors really? are not a thing. Democrats do much better at this than Republicans. We have well, the, it's because we Democrats don't have any money. Well, <laughs> We're the poor folk. You say that, but no, it's, I know. It's, it's it's not true. Some really impressive fundraising numbers on the Democratic side, but uh, but we and we have the institutional donors mm, as yeah. usual, you know. And, and I'm grateful for those institutional donors. But as we've looked back over the past 25 years, as far back as we could go, um, no Republican candidate for governor had ever had more than 900 individual donors. We already have over 1,500, and we have more than everyone else combined. And and I just think that that 
we, we have 500 volunteers. And a nickel a pop, what does that end signatures. up? <laughs> uh, it's not a lot, but I'll tell you, it's uh, it adds up. Yeah, so uh, over time. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's uh, that is a good. I, I think it's an indicator of grassroots support. It, it is because if they're willing to donate ten dollars to your campaign, they're willing to go knock doors and talk to their friends, and and that's that's how I'm going to win. I'm not going to be able to buy the best ads. I'm not going to be able. To, uh, I, I need real people talking to real people, and 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 we have that. I think it's uh, interesting, and we'll sort of wrap it up here. That uh, in in you know the comment that we started out with here that you made at the Eagle Forum and abortion and slavery, yeah. uh, which which you which you agree was a misspeak in a way. It's a just not not it didn't come out the way you meant it to. It probably hasn't hurt your candidacy in terms of uh, uh, Republican support, solid Republican support, but uh, there is some thought that it might have hurt with. Uh, moderate Republicans? You know, I, I don't know. I, I guess time will tell. Um, certainly, I didn't say it to help me, you, you know, yeah. with or, or, or again, throwing bombs. I, I, I just I, I have this terrible way of just saying what you know what I think and I don't have much of a filter that mm. that's the the farm kid in me um, but it, it, it was not intended again it, a lot of people will tell you that that's the strategy right throw some bombs out there sure. um, alienate the the other side um, set, set up straw men and, and 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 tear them down yeah I think we know somebody who's done that pretty successfully it, it happens he runs the country <laughs> at this point <laughs> I, that's that's not who who I am so the part I feel bad about is that um, that there are people that think that about mm. me now that think that that's what I intended to do. I, I'm not, I, but I did intend to say very strongly that that I am uh, you know that I'm pro-life and, and anti-abortion, mm -hmm. and, and so I, I I don't apologize for that. I I, I don't feel like I, I misspoke that piece at all but but my hope is that we can bring people together instead of continuing because because abortion this issue has probably been the most divisive issue I would say over the last 40 years I mean Certainly is it been. fair um, mm -hmm. that I in yeah. our state in our country mm -hmm. and and I, I I wasn't meaning to add fuel to that fire uh, and yet well, I know you've you have always been one who advocates civil discourse and this was not uh, a moment of civil discourse. I mean, it did Correct. not promote civil discourse, and I'm sure you regret that part of that's, it. That's the piece that I regret. Yeah. yeah uh, sure. We're, we're uh, out of time. Uh, best of luck. It's always, uh, I, you know, I, f I feel reassured talking to you. I, I, know there's a, I know there's a Democrat running for, for governor as well. I don't know his name. Uh, so Noah. Oh, sorry. I, should know. I haven't <laughs> met him yet. I feel terrible. Um, we can edit that part out. Okay, so. well, yeah, we will sure. Uh, but uh, but I would I, I would say that you, you know when considering some uh, when you're going to vote for governor, you're going to have a choice of of uh, some Republicans. Uh, so in the primary, if you are a Republican listening to this, consider carefully who you're voting for, uh, or when you go to convention, consider carefully you Republicans who you're going to pick for it to be your representative because likely that person will be the governor of the state of utah yeah likely it, it would be very surprising and, if it wasn't unless noah somebody <laughs> is 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 a ball of fire that i'm not aware of 
Uh, Spencer Cox, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for your friendship, and thanks for giving me yeah. this opportunity. Sure. I'm Bill Allred. Uh, thank you, Dick Clark, for producing the show, and you, you managed to bite your tongue just fine. Did you do okay? Thanks, I'm, Dick. I'm bleeding, but yes, we're <laughs> good. good. And uh, thank you to Ryan Louder and the fine folks at The Daily for putting up with us here. 222 South Main in downtown Salt Lake. It's a great place for, for breakfast and lunch, and uh, t- could just come in and grab some food and take it away, or just for some coffee. Thanks again for putting up with us here. I'm Bill Allred, and uh, remember, uh, when you're pouring drinks, always make mine a double.